Hello, everybody. My name is Vince Valentine, and this is Bottom Line with Valentine. Now, I forgot to give a previous warning that I have a sort of accent, and some some words do come out a little slurry or uh, different or somewhat uh, wrong vowel placement, you can say. Uh, that, that Again, that's because I have a sort of accent uh, that's from uh, certain past self-doing, you can say. So my, my speech is kind of impedimized. Is that a word, impedimized, when you have an impediment? You know, I don't know. But, yeah, so that's just a little prior warning. If you hear some words sound a little funny, and it's not me either enunciating or or there's some little slur- slurring there, or, or again, where an I sounds like an E, that's just that's just how I am. I'm sorry, <laughs> but let's let's get right into it. Uh, companies, just so many of them. Being as I've stated before, being a business major, it it really showed me the world when it comes to a uh, market and a competitive market. Because you think you have all these options, but really they're all paid for and produced by one parent company. So, you know, you have your Vino, you have your Dove, you have your Old Spice, you have your Axe. But honestly, that's actually just two companies. Uh, you know, you just look at the back of the label, you look at the bottom left or bottom right. Uh, it's either going to be uh, Unilever or however that's pronounced Unilever, or it's going to be Procter & Gamble. Some companies are by themselves or some offshore Canadian or European country. Uh, company but for the most part it's those few companies making all those different products and you think oh you know this is preferable or the other where in reality you're just giving the same company the money <laughs> um, especially with phones just there are so many options so many better options than the major players that we have like back then the major player used to be Motorola and LG those guys were unstoppable. I had both. I had a Motorola and I had an LG. They were kick-ass. Those, those phones were just the best. But now the heavy hitters are Apple and Samsung. And as I've said, I do have a preference. I have one and I prefer the other. Uh, I'll get into that later on. But when it comes to different companies, it's just, do you really have an option? Like when it comes to cereal and soda... Everything's owned either by the Coca-Cola or Pepsi companies. And the other ones are, uh, you know, General Mills, Post, and Kellogg's. So, you know, you, you don't really have... You have the options, yeah. But, in a sense, you're, you're just buying from two to three different companies. And some people say, oh, you know, that's just how the market works. When you know how the market works. And then others are like... Wait, that shouldn't be right. These should be separate. Well, in a sense, you are right, you are wrong. It, it really depends on how much market share they have. If they have over, I believe it's 51% of the market, it's it's considered a monopoly. Even though, you know, some companies, Disney, are out there where, you know, they have a lot of things. They're just buying up assets. And it's just like, now we only have one media group, <laughs> Disney. Uh, but that's not the point. The point is, is 
we have something to enjoy. We have something to go off of. The other thing, when it comes to choosing, and you're in the, you know, at the store, grocery shopping, whatever Target is, you're going to see the store brands. Yeah, and then people think, oh, store brands is cheap. It's actually not. It's just the same company using a private label. It, it really is, in a sense, lowering the cost, but also the store, like Target, Food for Less, Ralph's, they pay, like, let's say, Nabisco to, you know, they pay them up for a private label. So it's like, hey, you know, we have a store brand. So if you want to save money, which you're not really saving money, uh, then, you know, you can have this offer. Because when the company pays for a private label, they basically get the same amount of money when you pay for their actual, you know, label. So instead of getting Oreos, you're getting whatever the store brand is, which it's the same thing. And some even say on the label, not a product of Nabisco. Uh, you can see this especially at at uh, Costco. If you have a Costco membership, which I advise you to get, Costco is great. I am not sponsored by Costco, by the way. I'm not sponsored by anybody. I'm a lone game right now. Uh, but hopefully I get some sponsors here and there. I mean, I'm not asking. Beggy choosy, you know, whatever. You can see this as a great example. If you go to Costco, you go to a Kirkland Signature uh, product, and you see at the bottom or behind the label, you'll see not a product of and an insert company here great example is uh nyquil and dayquil uh vix i forget who owns vix but basically a lot of them will say not a distributor or manufactured by vix dayquil nyquil which by the way if you need medicine store brand is just the easiest and cheapest option to go by and what do i mean by this it, it has the same effectiveness just read the <laughs> the ingredients and the dosages on the on the side or on the back and it's the same amount of ingredients here and there it'll just be the store brand let it be kirkland or up and up i think that's target or uh you know walmart's uh market pantry no market pantry is also target but point is it's all the same thing especially medicine just get the store brand and if you're, you know, skeptical, get your Dayquil, NyQuil, get the up and up, uh, you know, severe instant relief. Look at the ingredients. It's the same number. Yeah, one of them might be tweaked, but it's nothing of the necessary things to lower down your fever and ease the pain. Another thing, Apple and Samsung. I own an Apple iPhone Pro. Oh, excuse me. An Apple iPhone 12 Pro. Uh and frankly, I'm not I'm not really keen with Apple anymore. I prefer the Android software. Now, yeah, I'm not Apple hating. I just have an opinion. In the beginning, <laughs> frankly, I had like I said, I had a Motorola, I had an LG back with flip phones. And those are the greatest. The LG NV3 that was such a great phone. It still works to this day. I still have mine. And all I have to do is charge it up and it and it's going. And after that, I got the iPhone 4. And let me put it this way. Anything before the iPhone 5 is a great iPhone. 
It, it truly is. I still have my iPhone 4. It still works. The only issue is that there's no more updates for that phone. And that's because Steve Jobs was alive during the time. Steve Jobs was an innovator. Steve Jobs saw the future. He he knew what he was doing. He knew not to have anything repetitive. Every single iPhone, every single Mac, every single Apple product was something different, something engineered to be better than the last. Now, all Apple's doing is just having a little tweak in their software and saying, hey, it's new. We have a label. We have a third camera. <laughs> I always say that Steve Jobs is rolling in his grave right now because it's like, look look what happened to Apple. But yeah, I'll, I'll digress on that topic later. Uh, after the iPhone 4, I skipped right on to the iPhone 5S, which again, it was like last best iPhone. It was kind of iffy because the, the iPhone 5 was Steve's last baby, you can say. And from there, I went to the iPhone 7 and it was lukewarm. I didn't like it. At the time, I needed a new phone because my iPhone 5S was cracking. There was water in it and it was it was just old at that point. And, you know, relatively speaking of technology, because after a year or two, your, your technology is obsolete. So basically... I wanted the Google Pixel, but it was back-ordered, and it was weeks on end to getting a new one, and I said, I need a new phone desperately. Like, it's not like, oh, I need a new phone because it's a new phone. No, I my phone just wasn't working. I, could, <laughs> I, I needed a replacement, so I ended up getting the iPhone 7, and again, I was very, very lukewarm with that phone, and after that, I got my own things together, and I said, you know what? Screw this, I'm going to get the Pixel as I intended to. So I got the Pixel 3, and oh my goodness, it was the best phone I've ever had. Besides the LG phones I had, the Google Pixel 3, innovative, supportive. It, it was just great. And at the time, Hey Siri was not the greatest tool, because from what I remember, Hey Siri required you to have 50% of more your battery, and it, it was just results pulled up just like, oh, here, I found sources. Here, I found sources. I never got a direct answer. It was it was not responsive. And I think they fixed that. I have to look into it. But with, you know, the command for Google, I can't say it out loud because I actually have a Google Home that, I you know, will go off. But with that command, instant, responsive, I had answers right there and then. And just so many little features on the Google Pixel as an Android phone because uh, Android is owned by Google so technically Google's using their own software it was a great phone great camera great everything and and that's the thing about some people when it comes to iPhone is a lot of people say oh I get it for the camera well, frankly there are a lot of other phones with better cameras than and uh, and it's on both sides better than the Google Samsung and Apple phones and it's all on LG LG makes great great camera phones it is it is honestly amazing i remember nokia they made a phone the, if anyone remembers no, nokia lumia phones there was an advertisement look at it look it up there was a nokia lumia i think it was the 860 or something like that where they used a 41 megapixel camera and i remember when i saw that i said 41 megapixels i it, it was beyond me because at the time 
I think iPhone was only up to eight. I think like eight or ten megapixels, and forty-one megapixels in a phone. That was, and still to this day, I think iPhones are out to like twelve or sixteen. Don't quote me on that because I know it's very, very low. But the the Google Pixel phone, their camera was is and was better than the iPhone, and all these other things. At this point, Apple's not innovative. They're late to the game. Especially with swipe texting. That thing came out two years ago for the iPhone. And I remember seeing swipe texting when I was in at middle school, I think. And I remember seeing it from a good friend of mine uh, when I first met him. His name was Jonathan. He showed me swipe texting. I said, oh my god, that's so revolutionary. And then, you know, down the line, like a decade later, you know, iPhones get it. And it's just like, wow, I've already seen this before. Like, I was doing it on my Google Pixel, and then it's like iPhone comes out, and then the memes come out like Martin McFly. Like, hey, I've seen this before. And she's like, what are you talking about? It's brand new. Which, honestly, again, I have an Apple. I've used Apple. I prefer Android. Because the the interface is a lot more sophisticated, but Apple is just more just inclined with uh, user-friendly, you could say. Because it's just there. Like, boom, apps, boom, everything. It's just right there. With an Android, there's tabs, there's files, there's pages, everything. But it's so much like a computer. It literally is a mini computer compared to the iPhone. And the other thing is when it comes to Apple, they have everything closed sourced. And look, I get it. Security. They have a very good, like I'm, I'm giving that to Apple. They have high and well put security for their gadgets, especially in the MacBook. Like you cannot. You you have to try and get one, but you cannot get a virus on a MacBook. And again, I tip my hat off on that. But the issue is with this. When you get an iPhone, everything is connected and centered on that iPhone. All the accessories, the AirPods, the watch, the MacBook, the, the even the iMac desktop. Everything is connected to that phone. And then once you get that, you're basically locked in. Apple has you for life. Great example old friend of mine, Josh, I told him about the Pixel and everything. And he said, you know what? I'm going to try it out. And I said, great, keeping an open mind. That's that's the good thing. After two weeks, he returned the phone. But he told me, Vince, it was a great phone. It really was. But the issue was I have all these accessories for Apple. And at using this phone, it's kind of a waste of money. I said, Josh, I understand. And that's the issue because Apple products cannot connect to other products. So if I have an Apple watch, it cannot connect to a Samsung or Google phone. But if I have a Samsung watch or Google buds, like really, I do have both of those. Those could get connected to an iPhone. So it's interesting how outside can connect inside, but out or inside cannot connect cannot connect to outside i think i got that right so basically you can't connect apple products and accessories to other brands but you can connect other brands to apple products so i found that interesting so currently i use google buds and a samsung watch on an iphone it's it's a mismatch i i i love it i love it but yeah i mean just the excuses of Apple. It's just, please, just tell me you get it because it's just an Apple brand. It's it's nothing of a commodity. It's it's not innovative anymore. 
great example. I worked at Best Buy for a while, and I asked a coworker, you know, like he he was asking, "What color should I get the uh, next iPhone?" I said, "Uh, the iPhone you have right now, how old is that?" It's about a year old. And what's wrong with it? Nothing. So why are you getting a new phone? Uh, because it's new, and that's how they get hooked. That's how Apple users get hooked. I am so reluctant on having this iPhone. I was only peer pressured by my cousins and brother, and only for the convenience of having it all blue. I hate it. I really hate it. Oh man, I hate it. Because I try sending pictures after like eight o'clock at night, and then it tells me undeliverable. It's like, do do you have like store hours when it comes to regular text messaging? I can send it to people with iMessage, but not people with just regular texting. That's where I find it interesting. It's just like, are you are you a store? I mean, yeah, Apple, you do have a store, but is your messaging a store? It's like, after these hours, I can't send any pictures to my mom who has a Samsung? Okay, great. So it's like, I have to wait. I literally have to wait until the next day just to send something. And not only that, especially going through a canyon. I, I understand. I am ranting and raving over Apple, but it's because of how... Anyway, <laughs> it's just like, I go through a canyon, and then it takes freaking forever to just reconnect like i went through a canyon with my pixel and it's like okay no problem you're offline here use the map cool all right great i get off i I get out of the canyon the second i get out of the canyon reconnected boom perfect i go through the same canyon with this new iphone and it's just like oh you're gone you're dead there's no hope for you you're lost good luck all right bye and then i i wait to get out of the canyon i'm like all right reconnect no, it's not reconnecting. Okay, I get on the freeway. Still not reconnecting. I get like a mile down the freeway. Okay, you're reconnected. How can I help you? It's just like, where were you when I needed you to get out of the canyon? But again, that's just my two cents. I've used Apple since the beginning. I used Android. Fell in love with Android. Now I have an Apple. And Apple's still crap. But uh, that's just one thing of the topic. <laughs> Uh, the whole excuse with cameras, again, better phones out there on both sides. Again, Samsung, that's literally a mini computer, especially with their Note phones. Like with the stylus, that's amazing. That truly is amazing. But honestly, if I was an Apple user, I would keep an open mind and getting another phone or trying out another phone. And like I said, Android is a lot more sophisticated. It's it takes some knowledge. <laughs> Apple is user friendly. Apple is for the layman. So just if you want something easy, yeah, get an Apple. But if you want something good, get an Android. That's just my two cents. Speaking of two cents, I collect coins. People call me an old man for it, but hey, I'm like, hey, you want to check out my quarters? They say, you collect quarters? I'm like, yeah, I collect quarters. I still collect quarters to this day. I've been collecting quarters since I was a wee lad back when I was, man, like six, or seven years old, maybe I'm a little younger. But uh, yeah, I got my coin collection started back in 03. And that was that was just great because I still collect to this day and it's just amazing. And especially with pennies, when I find wheat pennies, oh man, I get so excited because I find a like a 1930s or a 1920s penny. I'm just like, yep, give it to me. Over here. Yeah, great. What I'm doing now 
is doing nickels. Nickels from 2004 and 2005 because those have the little special design on the back. And along those lines as well with the special little design, uh, 2009 pennies, those were the last pennies to basically have anything related to Lincoln, in a sense, on the tail side at least. Because if you look on a 2009 penny, there's five different designs. There's Lincoln at the Capitol. There's Lincoln on the log cabin. There's his log cabin. Uh... And other things referring to Lincoln. So I always look for those pennies. And if you notice, 2010 and above has the shield. It's boring. I was like, okay, cool. Like, new penny. But now I, I see it for the past decade. And it's like, okay, great. You know, like, I want something different. Quarters, though. Oh, man. Quarters I am always out on the hunt for. Especially anything below uh, 1965. So basically, before that, quarters were made with silver. They were literally silver quarter dollars. And they are basically worth more than a quarter <laughs> because of the, the weight of silver. And so basically, you got to check out the, the market on silver and then calculate how much silver is in the actual quarter. So anything that's 1964 and below is silver. So whenever I look for quarters and I find a 1965 quarter, I keep the 65 only to remind me as a disappointment that I couldn't find anything but uh, recently a couple of months ago I actually found uh, like I think it's 1953 quarter because I was stacking quarters and I see something discolored per se you know it's just like uh, this colored is in quotes and I look at it I'm like that's weird what is this I take it out I look at the year 1950 you know whatever I said no way so I drop it and I hear it, and it, it is certainly a different sound. And with all that, it, it was amazing. I fell in love with it. I still have it to this day. I'm still looking for silver quarters out there. But, yeah, I forget what the name of quarter or coin collecting is called. It's like nematist, pneumatist, some fancy word with an N. But, yeah, like coin collecting. Call me an old man. Go ahead. I find it to be enjoyable. <laughs> My past relationships, they, they thought intriguing. Uh, an ex of mine actually found it interesting. She actually thought it was fun. Actually, like, searching for quarters. I'm like, okay, great. You know, yeah, try an open mind. But that's, that's just me. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure some people have some weird hobbies and collections. Like... You know, rocks. Maybe you found a cool rock on the beach once. You kept it. And now that's what you do. You find sea glass at the beach every time you go. Or or just a giant rock. Because you thought it was cool. Or, you know, you do stamp collecting. Do people collect stamps anymore? Anyone out there collect stamps? Like, uh, that, that's not my cup of tea. I'm, I'm more of a coin guy. I collect the coins. I mean... Come on. Coins have value. Stamps? Do stamps have value? Man, I'm asking the wrong questions. <laughs> but the point is, everyone has a little hobby. Everyone has an intriguing hobby. Everyone has a certain weird hobby that people would find weird and so they keep to themselves. Me, I'm just like, hey, you want to see my coins? And then they get scrutinized for it because, you know, it's like, oh, you're an old man. It's just like, I'm very young. Thank you very much. I find this enjoyable. Some people collect game systems. 
I mean, I regrettably wish I collected mine, but I gave some of mine away to little cousins. But, hey, I mean, I wasn't using it at the time. I wish I still had them around so I could play old games. But, fortunately, I don't. I mean, like, what's an interesting collection some people have? I mean, okay, okay. You see, I'd rather collect coins than be one of those weirdos. I'm sorry if anyone is that weirdo listening, but I'd rather have coins over, you know, finger and toenails because there are actual people out there that collect it in a jar. It's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? (laughs) I don't know. I find that disgusting. Just a jar full of nail clippings. It's disgusting. I mean... We all have disgusting habits here and there, but some are healthier than others, in a sense. Oh, man. (laughs) What's with that, you know, Supreme brand? What's so special about it? I've seen clothing like that without the brand for like five bucks. It lasts me longer. Supreme. Anyone a Supreme buyer? What's so special about Supreme? It's just a logo. It's like, not to, you know, drag on somebody's thing about it, but uh, Polos, Ralph Lauren. Like, I literally saw a Ralph Lauren shirt at Macy's, and I bought the exact same shirt from JCPenney without, you know, any any big-name brand. It was just a store brand Arizona from JCP. Same exact shirt, same exact stitching. What was the difference? Ralph Lauren. I said, wow, I got this thing for 12 bucks, and this thing is $45 here. And, like, I was, I was with a friend. I pull it out, and, like, we're comparing the shirts. It's just like, wow, it's the exact same thing. The only difference is the little logo. So, like, that's the same thing with Supreme. Supreme is just a logo. <laughs> if you have Supreme, I'm sorry. Just Just get some clothes. No need. Versace, eh, it's Versace. Louis Vuitton, Louis Vuitton. All right, great. Like, those designer brands. Those actually work with clothes. Those actually design clothes. Not my cup of tea. But when it's supreme, when it's just, you know, either screen printed or, uh, or you know, iron-on vinyl, uh, you're, not, you're not so much of a designer. You're just like, oh, let me just put this word on and... You know, people go crazy over it. <laughs> Apple. But, yeah. That's that's just how people are sometimes when it comes to materialism. I mean, I'm materialistic myself, but with other things. And frankly, you know, we all have our things. We have all our quirks and little gimmicks here and there. But it's whatever makes you happy. I'm not telling you how to live life. I'm just putting in my opinion. It's just an opinion. That's just a discretionary thing. I'm not giving facts. I'm simply giving my opinion. And that's what a debate is. One person gives an opinion, backs it up with you know facts and statistics, and then another person has a counter-argument. That's how it is to be civil. So, I put in my opinion, maybe you should put in your opinion. And then... We'll go from there. But at the end of the day, we're just friends. We're still buddies about it. There's no, 
you know, unrest of it. There's no hating. There's no hazing. There's no hating. There's no attacking the person. Just give your opinion, give your two cents and say, all right, that's what you think. This is what I think. Cool. Let's keep it at that. And how I used to say back then, you know, you do you, I do me. We won't do each other. Because, frankly, we don't want that. But yeah, I'm your host, Vince Valentine. And this has been The Bottom Line with Valentine. (laughs)